it is indeed true this 21 year old boy dropped out at the university and built a a 1 million dollar business as a dropout chaiwala come let's see his journey hey there i am ishani nigam and you have tuned into my first step ever podcast I realized life's too short to postpone your dreams and too long to live someone else's. So after failing thousand times, I'm finally on a journey to fulfill my dreams of impacting people's life through what I do the best, entertain and educate through podcasting, digital content creation and thought leadership. On this podcast, I uncover stories that help you see why you must do what you want in life build conviction to follow them and how to build systems to sustain them and if you are an entrepreneur or a brand seeking exactly the same then i'm up for a chat on my instagram handle which is at my first step ever underscore in but for now if you want to achieve your goals and build never failing systems then what are you waiting for let's get started Welcome on my first step ever. It is so exciting that on the journey where we are soon reaching 100 episodes that I am blessed and this show is blessed that we are really able to, you know, invite some amazing guest speakers who are of your age, who are maybe much more younger than you and they have found a balance of what they want to do in life. probably they have gone through their own trials and tribulations and they are here to share their journey with you in the most candid way that they can and today i have a rising star from australia and he is originally from india and he is making some good noise in melbourne with his chai and he has an amazing chain of chai it's called dropout chai wala so hi sanjit welcome on my first step ever Hi Shani, thank you. Thank you so much for the warm welcome. I'm extremely excited to dig into this conversation given that you're just 21 year old, 21 years old, you have a uh, really amassed so much of experience and you have gained so much you know uh, I think I'm just I I think I just lost a word because I have been reading a lot about you and the way that you have followed your journey during covid and post covid and you've made some things work which in the most challenging times so we will get to your amazing story that how did you build a 1 million plus a business in just I think just yeah. one year yeah just less than Or, one month for me just awesome awesome yeah. that is that is great so This is a, a story worth listening to, and before we get there, I like to introduce you to my listeners today. So Sanjit Kondahouse is a 21-year-old international student bringing chai, a traditional beverage from his home country. We share the same home country, so I'm very proud to say that in <laughs> Melbourne. And he came here to study his bachelor's at University of Melbourne, uh, and. A, Sorry, it's not university. Ah, uh, sorry, right? no, it's it's Lakobi <laughs> University. Okay, I'm from University of Melbourne, so whenever I see university, I just go, oh, it must be university. Well, that is no. that was my bad, but that's interesting to know that you're from Deakin University. But what is more interesting? Oh, sorry, I'm your... from uh, Lakobi University. Oh, Lakobi. <laughs> yeah. Well, that is something important. 
that we will be talking about and my apologies no no it's okay um, but we know that you have made a business and you have become a 1 million dollar enterprise with three stores in melbourne less than a year well this is really amazing and uh, i think something that no one has ever done before from india i would say i mean people have made businesses they have scored 1 million then you know in less than a year but i think you are the first amongst yourselves coming from india and making the business in chai the indian beverage over here where people love coffee so it's very interesting a case study for people to know how did you break into the market yeah <laughs> and going forward you are apac business insider awards recognized you as melbourne's best authentic chai within a year so this is awesome and i think you are backed by 30 persons team who helps you build that culture in melbourne in australia so sanjit everything sounds so exciting and so inspiring but i think all stories start from some sort of incidences or situations or realizations so just let's just dig into that very moment when you thought of you know quitting your university so can you just take us to that moment uh, probably when you were thinking that why did you want to quit latrobe university when you came all the way to a new country to do, do your studies over here uh probably exactly a year ago uh, at this time that september november i finished my fourth semester of my university doing my bachelor's and i think at at the time when i was finishing the fourth semester that's when i realized uh getting into real real business will also teach me a lot of business than what i'm learning from business studies right now and uh i was been working full time at that time cuz we had uh, no limitations on work especially 40 hours and i have been thinking from a long time that i want to do something of my own so coming out of the covid period and businesses slowly opening up in melbourne and especially when there's a lot of opportunity where uh, many high priced uh, leased uh, shops or something are available in the market i think that was the right time where i could uh, take this little courage step and get into the business and see whether that would work out and yeah that's how it started it started in last year september and then by november i resigned all my jobs by december 23rd was our first day of the shop great that that sounds like a really well thought journey and i would like to dig a bit deeper over here because for a lot of people who are getting into business who want to do something of their own and they have no understanding of how to go forward i believe when you had that thought that you want to do something of your own how did you start building those blocks before you quit your university uh, because i think it takes a lot of calculative risk and you know to understand that Oh, how did you come up with the idea of being a chai, like introducing chai in Melbourne, being a dropout chai wala? How did that idea come into your head? Uh, bringing chai to Australia, uh, the the thought comes from where my mum is always a chai lover, and she lived with me here for a year, and unfortunately, she couldn't find any chai place whenever we both want to go have chai once in a while, and. that's where the thought came from why not melbourne have a chai place and i believe every chai lover uh, always thought about this idea they want to open a chai place because the chai walas are quite famous back in our home and uh, that's where it draws from but the uh, the calculated blocks i would say is 
having enough funds, saving up those many funds, whether I can open this business up. And then me taking a decision whether I want to continue my degree with the funds I had or me coming out of the uh, uh, university and then uh, join, uh, do the business in the Melbourne. So this was the one of the calculated thing, which I would say the starting block was. And uh, on top of it, me being an international student, whether this is really possible that uh, I can do a business here. So joining all those dots together and figuring out, uh, yes, I can do a business. That was the initial thing. Interesting. So you thought through the entire process of how the funding would come. Uh, would this pay me off in the long run? Because also you're an international student and uh, I've also been an international student. So I understand that where a lot of, you know, restrictions would come from in terms of, you know, if you would like to see your future over here, how would that, you know, blend into? So from here, I like to ask you very basic and simple questions. And I think a lot of people would have that in their mind right now. Probably you don't see it that way because it might come very naturally to you. You might think, oh, that's very obvious. Why would people want to know that, you know? But I think for a lot of us, that might not be obvious, which is a very basic step. The day you thought, okay, that's the prop, that's the gap that I found in the market and I want to address that. You thought about the business model, you thought about the funding. How did you really start going about this? Like, how did you find your team? Did you think of having a store from the very get-go? Or, or where did you make the small start is what I'm really interested to know. Uh, the small start uh, would be, the first thing is, yes, I wanted to open a cafe. Uh, number two, that is especially with chai. And three, I always believed I can't do things by myself. And I always believed I need a team. Through you, every startup or every business which you do will have a really wonderful team who have a set vision of how they want to do or how they want to work out that business as. And that's how I reached to my co-founders. Uh, they're my seniors, especially from my university, where I met them through my clubs and societies. So that's uh, uh, Arun and Preetam. So Arun takes care of all the sales and marketing of the business and Preetam takes care of the operations uh, model of the business. So, and uh, for very fortunate, these both are the first two franchisee owners of my business as well, as the other two branches were taken by them. Uh, so that's how uh, I, I went across, I explained them this, the business I wanna do, and we came together, made a business model, and uh, I do have an investor in my business. Uh, he's Mr. Asrar, so he, uh, he's been working in hospitality industry from past 12 years where his experience comes with us to guide how to really work out on this business. And then we came up the business model and we uh, we especially wanted to open in the busy street of Melbourne where everybody can notice that uh, this place exists and this beverage comes up as a hot beverage, an alternative for the coffee. So that's why we came up on the Elizabeth Street, our, our first branch was and uh, we came up with this creative name, Dropout Chaiwala, because that's my real story of the business where I dropped out from the university and uh, I wanted to do a chai business. I wanted to be a man who sells chai. So we named it after Dropout Chaiwala because we also want to uh, give out a story with the chai which we give out to our customer. So that's how this all started. And then we established our first store and December 23rd was our first day of Dropout Chaiwala, and we'll be soon one year by next month now. Congratulations on this amazing journey. Now, 
I have lived in Melbourne and I can definitely say that it's no easy deal getting a store on Elizabeth Street. It is one of the busiest streets in Melbourne and I can't imagine the kind of investment that you would have required for that. So that's an interesting part. Yeah, so quite a li- uh, little bit about that. Uh, COVID luckily helped me with this, I would say. Very fortunate uh, coming out of COVID and uh, the shop which we were in leased out for the first time in the last 40 years. Uh, so I was very wow. uh, fortunate to grab that opportunity and get that place where we are right now. And uh, it takes a heavy investment because you have to pay heavy bonds and uh, heavy upfront rental because uh, this street is known for the busy street to be and the customers there. So, uh, but that was the probably the courage which we had trusting that this business will definitely work out because uh, the customers which walk through that street are uh, also most of the niche customers of who wants to have chai every day. So we tapped into the right market and the right time and the right place, definitely, I would say. And uh, it all together magically worked out. I'm sure that you call it magic, but this has a very uh, well thought through process behind it, which you've just explained to us. Uh, looking at the gap in the market, looking at the rice, right timing is even more important and getting the right place is just the right. The, the trio works really well and I think you did your homework very well. So I want to kind of trace back a few steps because th- there are two uh, milestones i would say that you achieved before even your journey began the first thing being that when you approached your co-founders and when you presented or pitched your idea how did you get the courage to pitch that idea to your co-founders them being your senior uh, and yeah i mean if you can take us through that yeah. scenario so uh, as i said this journey has been really with a lot of ups and downs and uh, uh, when I talk about co-founders, it was not just two of them. I had real approach to a lot of people. And there are a few people who departed from the journey to believing this idea would not work. So uh, building the trust and believing uh, in within you from the team is also a tough task, I would say. And when I did approach them, uh, these both people, especially Pritam and Varun, I believe I am very fortunate to have them as my friends or my seniors they have the full trust that how this business can work. And uh, every day, every single day, uh, their thoughts were on working on the business, how we can make it better, how can we make this to reach out to more people, uh, how easy can we make these operations so our customer service do not de- delay. Because uh, I believe we would, we would give you a child less than the time that coffee takes. So that's how fast we can give you the child. And uh, the the basic model or operation model in our business is uh, no human makes the chai. It is not handmade chais anymore. Uh, we worked out on the special how like coffee machines got, we worked out on the chai machines and we get the chai that way. So uh, it takes less, less time than what coffee and it's 100% caffeine free and it definitely tastes better than what coffee tastes. So uh, that's all uh, we worked <laughs> So, at, at least now I can boldly say that this business is really good because it tastes better than coffee it is. So. That, that, that's a big statement there. <laughs> Being in Melbourne, that's a good challenging statement. But I think that is the kind of attitude that you must carry for your business to believe in what you're doing, to take it forward. And you have proved that your team has proved it, as you said. The other milestone that I was talking about was actually getting an investor on board who knew the ways 
of business and who really helped you go forward as you just mentioned so if you can just shed some light on that experience of yours that how did you find the investor that you were looking for yeah, yeah. that's that's uh, that's a really funny story because uh, i did approach one of the investor uh, who i thought would really come and invest into my business and i explained them the business idea and it turns out to be they turned me down that this business might not work and uh, and their business partner who was with them was uh, listening to my business idea and they came forward to invest into my business and they thought this will definitely work and that man became my investor and now uh, this business really worked out so lovely yeah so it it is little funny that uh, the person who i really trusted who can invest into my business could not and uh, their sources of first friends have really invested into this and this business one day down the lane has made so much noise in the market and really achieved a lot of big things now this is a very great story or reality where you can you know say that when you really work towards something you know there are many doors that open up for you Even yeah definitely did not know about that and now that we talk about your journey and how you are telling us you know that you looked at so many people you pitched your idea at so many people it did not work out with them you believed in someone would take your you know um business forward but it did not work out with that person but whoever came on board believed in your idea and now you have come thus far so this is really incredible and thank you sanjit for you know being so patient and answering each and every question out there because i think these are the small steps little steps that help our listeners understand that how they can move up in their journey how they can pursue their goals also because i feel that something very important that you have mentioned over here that if you want to make a big impact in the world you need a team yeah that's you, that's definitely true yeah yeah you can definitely do things alone as well but you you will always multiply the effect when you have the right people on board and you have the right vision it just multiplies the vibe that you have it multiplies so sanjit there all these you know interesting things uh, that we've spoken about has was was there ever a time where you had any bit of a self doubt in yourself maybe in not yourself but about the situation when it started getting a bit out of hand did you ever face that situation until you were able to you know put this project in fruition did you ever come across that situation and if yes how did you overcome that part yeah uh, every business would have this phase is what i believe because uh initially we took off really well and there would be a time where uh, since this was my first year of the business i really don't know how does the market really plays with the numbers of how much revenue you make in the business so times like holidays times like february march or holiday periods and stuff like that uh, you obviously make low sales because there are low people in uh, less people in the market so understanding those statistics which will directly affect your revenue model of a business uh, was the first time where i felt uh, i i really uh, had a challenge to come out of that thought that is the numbers are low just because the business idea or is it low because the market was uh, not really full at that time so that was one of my biggest challenge ever and coming out of that and then managing your team when it is falling apart is one of the uh, biggest challenge you will always have as a founder is what i would say because uh, you need to probably satisfy everyone who is on board with you and uh, explain them yes this will work you just need to have 
little more patience and be consistent on what we are working. So those were few challenges and developing myself because uh, when I had a lot of things on my plate, I cannot focus on myself to improve as a person I am, where I will be uh, pulled out from all the ends and I have to be working on everything other than just working on myself. So uh, taking out that time to focus on yourself, to improve yourself as a person, as a founder, as a leader, and every other skills which you really want to pursue your dreams. So that will be a definitely big challenge for you when you start a business. That's great. Great. Thank you so much for being so uh, genuine about the entire uh, you know, situation and explaining it in the most simplest of way for us to understand and opening up to us because I think one of the factors that you mentioned is the most challenging which is managing people's expectations yeah. that, that is something that you really need to build yourself mentally have that kind of you know uh, strong growth mindset and be able to take everyone along with you and as you mentioned only a great leader knows how to do that. So you, you really need to train yourself. So you, we see that you've you've not only been working on your business but yourself as well. So that's like a, a you know double shift that you're doing. It's <laughs> <laughs> very true, yeah. So now that we've uh, discussed so many of your uh, interesting moments, the challenges, the struggles. So let's come to the fun part now. What has been the top most fun? Um, element or the fun situation that you had so far that you know when you were there you were like wow did I really make it so big so I mean something like that uh, yeah, in the recent times I think I can share this uh, the morning I just got up around like 6 six thirty for doing my regular stuff and uh, I had my phone I turn off my phone while I'm asleep and I put it on the flight mode and I turn it back when I'm up so I turned it on my flight, I put the flight mode off and I just turned on my Wi-Fi and mobile data off the phone and stuff. And I see there's huge notifications on my phone. And I am like, what did just happen? I really don't know what has happened. And it took me some time to figure out that I was published in NDTV. I was published in uh, Economic Times of India. I was published in the Startup Journey of India and uh, all these big articles of Indian news media and stuff. Uh, it really took, uh, it shook me actually that I have been published. It, it is more like I have become a star overnight. <laughs> yeah. Very well deserved. So that that was really funny. And I, my, me and myself, uh, not just me and my whole team, we, we did not really believe, oh, did this really happen for a second? And then uh, we had to Google myself on the internet to find in what all articles we were published because we really don't know in what articles we were published. So then we made a big list of all of them and then uh, we could sort that, okay, these are the articles we were published and this is where we got the reach. And uh, our Instagram followers on our business has also increased quite, uh, it was a big spike on just one overnight. So, so all these were... Yeah, so I'm sure they have been loving your child. Yeah, they have been. Uh, that's that's the one thing which we constantly work on reviewing over uh, how our customers feel about our child, and we are very open for suggestions and criticism because uh, that's where we feel we learn stuff. Uh, and uh, uh, we've been constantly working on to improve our taste and services what we provide from all the three stores. This is great. I feel so. Uh, fortunate that we are having this conversation on my first step ever and I am able to ask you 
questions that help us understand that how the journey began, how the struggles or the challenges that you had and how the seed was actually, you know, um, it was planted before it just took off because that is where all the, you know, I think, the most important part of the story lies. So thank you so much, Sanjit, for being on my first step ever, taking us through your journey. And at this point in time, I know that you are doing really well. And going forward, what sort of, uh, let's say, what is that you're looking forward to with Dropout Chaiwala? Because I see some really amazing collaborations happening with different brands. And, you know, you kind of giving out the space for really interesting conversations that are happening at, in Melbourne. So, yeah, how are you seeing it ahead? Uh, so, right now, we're just working, uh, if we're talking about Dropper Chaiwala, we're working towards this brand being like friendly cafe for all the ones who love chai and use that space as their uh, second home where they always can come and have the chai and have the conversations and gossip. So that's where this chai comes back from our home. We have our gossip, chit chat with friends and spend time over a cup of chai. So that's where we are looking this. And we uh, we want to really become a national brand in the next couple of years. That's what we are working towards uh, right now. And we are doing a lot of collaborations and uh, venturing into different fields. We just started Dropout Designs. That's uh, the love which we have towards our merchandise especially when we released our first sets uh, with our chai characteristic, we really got a huge response. And uh, now we are uh, addressing Dropout as a, as a brand itself that we want people to not just see a word Dropout that you really dropped from university, but uh, seeing Dropout as a brand. So we're working on Dropout designs. We're venturing with uh, different uh, small startups so that they have uh, we have a cross collaborations on marketing and stuff so this is where we look at uh, expanding ourselves that sounds really great Sanjit and as I said at the very beginning for any person who's studying business or who's doing marketing especially in Melbourne in Australia I think your story is a very good case study for any one of us and I'm sure that very soon you'll be invited to all the universities in Melbourne and over Australia to you know, kind of go and explain your story because it is definitely very interesting. And one of my very close friends who is in India right now loves chai. Like she drinks chai five to six times a day. So I no. think whenever she's here, I would love to take her to Melbourne. And when I'm in Melbourne and we pair proper chai wala, I hope to see you soon there. Definitely, definitely. You have to come to Melbourne and try our chai and bring your all chai friends to our place and have that good cup of chai with us. Thank you so much. It was really exciting to chat with you and understand your journey. I'm I'm actually filled with so much excitement to see that you just started off with an idea and how, how far that you have come and there's still a long way for you to go. Love to see that you are leaving no stone unturned. All the opportunities that you're getting, they're just going forward with it. And yet, you know what's important on the road, which is your people and also your customers. So thank you, Sanjit, for being on my first step ever. And before we take your leave, I always request my guest speakers to leave our listeners with a quote or a saying that they really resonate with. Yeah, uh, the quote I really resonate with is, uh, uh, if, if you have the courage of what you really want to achieve uh, it will definitely succeed so you should just have that courage to do that my first step ever is like I have to have that courage to do so that would be the quote and the, the favorite book which 
I I I read is most of the time is a it's a book called Zero to One by Peter Thiel. So that that book is one of my favorites of all time. And whenever I feel I really need to get uh, motivated or when I really need to uh, think differently on on how business can work on what I'm doing is I, I go back to that book and uh, start spending some time reading it. So that's where I get uh, that little motivation and uh, thinking out of the box from. That's great. Thank you so much for sharing those interesting quotes and that amazing book that you really lo love reading. And I am so thrilled and happy. And to everyone who's listening to us today, I think you probably know him by now. Or if today was the first time that you heard about Sanjit, you are really, really into and impressed with this story. And if you're in Melbourne or wherever you are in Australia, and if you're flying through Melbourne, do drop out at drop do drop in at drop out with chaiwala so thank you so much sanjay thank you so much for being on my podcast and my friends if you have reached thus far today firstly thank you so much it really means that you have learned something out of today's episode and you have enjoyed so why don't you share it with me and let me know that what is that you have learned and what would you like to listen more in the upcoming episodes I love to build a relationship with my viewers and audiences and know what really is that helping them. So you can follow me on my Instagram handle which is at myfirststepever_in and subscribe to my YouTube channel for weekly video updates. And yes, if you like what I do over here, follow my first step ever on Google, Apple or Spotify and please drop your rating my show and comment well this can be a way you can help me achieve my dreams to reach out to millions who need to hear this as i help you in your journey in taking the first step ever until next time start believing in yourself and most importantly keep believing in yourself